0: to ask anyone what they truly want in life. Happiness would come high up on their list. Yet time and time again, we do things that make us unhappy and follow a crowd that we know we shouldn't be. That's got me thinking in the minds of successful people and what they have done to achieve their dreams all whilst living a life that they desire and today I'm going to share my findings with all of you. Welcome to the Power of Positivity podcast, a weekly show dedicated to help you crush your goals one day at a time. My aim is to give you actionable steps that you can take toward your life, business, health and more to reach that next level and truly start seeing the results you're looking for. So let's get into it. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Power of Positivity podcast. My name is Andy and I appreciate taking some time out of your day to come and listen to another episode on this season. I really do appreciate you taking some time. Just before we get started, if you would like to join the Monday Mindset Club, the only email at the start of the week that you're actually happy to get, be sure to click the link down in the description. I would love for you to be a part of that community. And if there's anywhere else you'd like to follow me, I'm more than happy for you to go and see that content. I've been thinking a lot lately about becoming more successful and what it really takes to get there. I've recently started the 75 Day Hard Challenge by Andy Frasella. And it's been incredible so far. I mean, I'm only on day two as I actually do this, but I've really been enjoying it as I'm challenging myself. And it got me thinking, you know, what makes someone successful and what is an actual successful life in someone's eyes? In today's world, it's a lot different than it used to be. Sort of in the past, you would create a product, you would put an advert out on the three channels that were available. And then if the advertisement done well... Your product would sell, but now it's completely different. You know, the world is changing so fast. We've got the internet, we've got all the people you can meet online, everything is just moving at a pace that it never has before. And it got me really interested and intrigued to what makes someone success and what doesn't. Now, success to everyone is different, and it's quite easy to see that. You know, some people really thrive for money, some people really thrive for power, but at the end of the day, I think everyone wants happiness, you know, no one wants to wake up in the morning and think, fuck me, <laughs> this is shit. No one is is wanting that, no one is striving for that. So even if they do want money and power, there does come a point where happiness as the emotion itself comes into play. They, they don't want power to be unhappy, they don't want money to be unhappy. They believe it's going to solve their problems and I found that really, really interesting. Success in the past to me was sort of gaining a lot of money, gaining a lot of fame, that sort of thing. And now that I look back on it and the toxic sort of traits towards that, it was never a good relationship to begin with. I've been reading The Millionaire Mindset recently. And it was a book recommended to me by quite a few people who I'm in a business network with. So I've been given it a go when I'm in my car, you know, it's in my glove compartment. So anytime that I'm getting somewhere early, I just take out the book, I put some notes in it, I read it and, and I go through it. And it's been really interesting to look at the background of it because it talks about your mindset and your money blueprint. Now just to sort of divert for a second, your money blueprint is basically your nature, nurture, everything that's led you to think the way you do about your money. And this can be in every circumstance. How you think about success comes from the environment that you've been in, the relationships you've had, the experiences you've been through, and that's exactly the same as success with you. What you want is determined by what has happened in your life prior. You're maybe trying to solve something that happened in your childhood and you're using that as a sort of ruse to then get to where you want to go. And for me, that success was getting a lot of money because I was told as a kid and when I was growing up, get a good job, you'll then be able to buy what you want and live a happy life. And although this plays some factor in it, it isn't the whole story. You have seen people in your day-to-day life that are extremely successful and they are very unhappy. (laughs) So why is that? How can someone achieve all they've wanted and got to the place that you would love to be at, yet they're completely miserable. There was something that I found extremely interesting as I was doing my research on this point, and it was about money itself. Now, money solves quite a few problems. You know, you don't have to worry about bills, you don't have to worry about feeding yourself, having a roof over your head. There's a lot of things that money can buy. comes a point where money no longer increases happiness. I've heard some podcasters talk about it before, and it's basically saying that once you reach a point in the money threshold, you then have no more happiness attached to that money. So that means that money doesn't offer true happiness. And that begs the question, what does really bring out the happiness in someone? When I'm talking in this episode about what is making someone successful, I'm not just talking about their business, I'm talking about their happiness, their mindset, how they actually live day to day. If they are getting up and they're extremely successful and they're making seven figures a year and they're completely miserable, I would much rather be where I am at today than to be them. And that might be a little bit naive because I've not been a seven figure successful entrepreneur just yet, but I am in an incredibly happy place because I've worked on myself. I've opened my comfort zone to a lot of new things with going to therapy recently, with pushing my comfort zone with this 75 day challenge, trying to make more honest and better content for all of you. There's a lot of things I've been doing that have led to my happiness. And it may have not led to incredible gains in monetary value just yet, but I know that success is a lifelong game and true happiness doesn't just come in a day. It comes from a lot of work and a lot of inner thinking to solve the problems that you have had all your life with your inner world to then reap the rewards in your outer world. There's two categories I sort of put it into and it was more money, less happiness, less money, more happiness. And the area that you're trying to find is the healthy balance between the two where you make enough to be comfortable but also find happiness within what you do. Now, of course, there's a variety of areas in this that it differs. You could have solved a lot of the problems in your inner world and then make more money and you have more happiness. Just as much as you could solve no problems, you get more money and then you're completely unhappy with what you do. So finding that balance for you and being able to grow exponential wealth over the long run, generational wealth, all that sort of stuff, is still important if that is your thing. But you have to find out where that sort of money mindset is for you and even that happiness mindset. With this in itself I found two commonalities within it all and this was giving value to others and a commitment to lifelong learning. Let's talk about value to others first when it comes to businesses in general. I'll I'll go with businesses in general just as a start but when you are able to change hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands, millions of people's lives you're going to get paid no matter what. If you are able to benefit someone's life in some way, you are more likely going to get paid for doing that because you are giving something of value to other people. Now, whether or not you're getting that monetary gain right away or not is completely invalid here. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about giving value to people and then getting everything you've ever wanted right away. I'm talking about a lifelong journey of doing so and giving value to people. With all of these successful people who are truly happy in their life, the level of commitment they have to do so and their why is so, so important here. Dale Carnegie talks about this and How to Win Friends and Influence People quite a lot, and he shows that people who are having a really good time doing their business often become the most successful in life itself. Business, family, wealth, happiness, all of the above. And as soon as it becomes something that they no longer enjoy, it becomes something they no longer want to give value to and give all of their energy to. And it sort of slumps the business or doesn't allow their mental state to stay on top of what they used to be and it can be really challenging to face that reality that sometimes things aren't going to go exactly the way you wanted it and the things you loved in the past may not be the things you love in the future so consistently finding a way to give value to others and to give services information products anything that can give value to other people's lives is the best thing that they have done and the best thing that they could do is led them to their success. Think about everything that you enjoy right now. This could be video games, movies, books, a course, anything like that. They all help you improve your life in some way. It doesn't need to be productive in a sense, we're not talking about that. I'm meaning just an improvement of your life Movies help you get indulged in everything that's going on, the cinematography, the colour grading, the storyline, the characters, anything like that, and that helps improve your life as you feel good about the movie that you're watching, you're enjoying the process. Video games, as you improve and develop yourself further, you see yourself becoming a better player, which therefore improves your life and your mind as you are actually improving. Just like this, in your business and in your life, you have to think about how you're going to help others improve their own lives. Now there does come a point where you have to be selfish in a sense and for yourself you do have to be selfish for some things but for the most part your business self is to serve others not to solely serve you and I see a lot of people who are very selfish in the sense that they only start their business to serve themselves and not to serve others and although this mindset isn't always bad a lot of the root problems that come in business is because of this. They don't see the results they want so then blame others for their lack of work and understanding of business in general and understanding that in order for you to be successful, you often have to improve the life of others first. You have to think about how other people perceive what you are putting out there. You can think you have the best thing in the world and no one else could think that way. Now there probably is a lot more people who do think the same way as you but we'll use that as a sort of stepping stone to understand this a little bit further now when i said that some of you may have thought well i'm not offering a service i'm not offering a product i'm not offering a course how can i improve the lives of other people and still become successful that's a fantastic question because i got a little bit stumped when i saw that and then i realized and i looked back to some of the people that i have met on twitch your value and your way of giving back to others doesn't have to be through a product, but can actually be through your own personality. People's openness to their own emotions, their comedic effect to make people laugh, their ability to hold conversations for long periods of time. These are all things that people value and will pay for, and will allow you to improve other people's lives as you improve yourself. Either way, you're providing a benefit to other people's lives instead of just your own. Yes, it's important to think about what you want and what you're striving towards, but every single person who I've seen who has either slowly become successful, as I've literally watched them from the beginning of them starting their business to people who are ultra successful right now, they all give value to other people. They don't just take and take and take and take and take. They have to give at some point because everyone cares about themselves. Nobody gives a fuck about you, no one gives a fuck that you are doing something unless you are giving them something back. Of course exceptions to the rules and I know that and there's no need to call me out in some of the exceptions because there probably is some but, but in every situation that I saw people who are truly living a happier life and a successful one within their business and within themselves is because they've shown that they're able to give value to other people and not be afraid to do so. There's always this sort of barrier between giving away everything for free and charging for certain things, and still to this day, I'm quite undecided on everything about that. Right now, I think for the most part, giving everything away that you possibly can to help others benefit their life is important. Because if we look at the harsh reality of it, at the end of the day, most people who get things for free are never really going to take action on it. Whether we like to think we do or not, most people who get anything for free are probably not going to do much with it unless they are someone who's willing to take action, has a strong enough pain point that they want to do it and then will move forward. This is where I feel like the sort of monetary things like products, like services, like courses can help people get themselves into gear and actually move forward with what they want to do and where the success can come from them and the person who has created Created the product can be beneficial to both parties. That's what business should always be. A benefit to both. Not something that's sleazy and not something that's trying to sell them something that's not actually improving their life but selling them lies. This isn't something that we should be doing or thinking of but but a lot of businesses seem to do that. Now leading on to that point and concluding this sort of area of giving value to others you may be wondering well what have I actually got? to give to other people? What the fuck can I give to other people that they're going to benefit from, I'm going to benefit from, and we're both going to be able to move forward with our lives? So here's a few questions that I've asked myself before to help me move forward with this. What is my unfair advantage? This is something that Ali Abdaal has talked about, there's a book on it, And basically everyone has an unfair advantage. Whether you like to think you do or not, you are better at something than someone. And often to be classified as an expert, you don't have to have 55 years of experience. You just have to have a little bit more information than someone else who's willing to learn that information from you. Next one you can ask is what can I do better than most? This sort of comes part and parcel with the what is my unfair advantage, but you often have other personality traits or other skills that you have that you can do a little bit better than most people. And if you enjoy what you do and you enjoy that process, then you can lead yourself on to the third question. How can I use this to help others improve? Now there's a lot of different things that you can do. Recently I saw someone open up more about their mental health and it was incredible to see as it was really empowering to other people to know that they weren't alone in that journey. This can help other people improve in more ways than they think. I've also seen people who are in the financial sector where they talk about the things that they have done in their own life, some of the things that they've learned when it comes to ISAs or the stock market or cryptocurrency and helped other people improve their life. It's often the most simplest things that can help create the best results. And so many of us overthink what we're actually doing and what value we're giving to people that we don't look within ourselves to realise that we have all the skills and tools there to be able to help other people improve their life. Give something to others that they may have not had. Sometimes even just speaking your honest truth and not holding back can be the best thing that you can do for other people. And what I've found in successful individuals within their life and their happiness in general is those who are not afraid to do that and not afraid to step out of their comfort zone when it really matters. Just to go over some of the main points of that area and what I talked about there, give value to other people and look to them first before you look to yourself. We live in a world that is so full of negativity and so full of people who are stuck up their own arse look to help other people first because it will return to you in the future. Let's move on to the point number two and holy crap we've talked for a while but I hope you're still with me and if you are still with me you're incredible because you are someone who is committed to learning and committed to pushing themselves forward and that's what leads me on to step number two, lifelong learning baby. (laughs) We're talking about the commitment to learn and this is what is something that is essential essential in moving forward with your life. All of these people who are successful see the world in a different way to most because they're willing to listen and learn from others. If you're at the conversation about politics, or just a conversation in general with anyone and they have been so stubborn that they've barely even listened to what you said. Actually, they didn't even listen to what they said. You started talking, they shut off and wait until they could speak again to tell you you're a piece of shit. You had those conversations before? Now, it sounds easy when I say this. You've got to listen and learn from others. But you'd honestly be surprised about how many people do this subconsciously and are not actually trying to be mean or trying to be horrible, but come across that way. Let me know if you've done some of these before, you've butted into a conversation before someone's actually finished because you had another thing to tell them, you've not actually listened to what they were saying because you had something else to share, or you've completely neglected someone's opinion because it's complete crap and you don't want to hear any more of it. Yep, have you you've done that before? <laughs> yep, me too. I've done that in the past and I know a lot of people who I have conversations with still do this today. Sometimes people need to be crawled out for their crap, I get that, but most of the time the person who listens is the one who's going to go the furthest. These people who understand this and use this formula of lifelong learning sort of sponge information and squeeze out the shit that just doesn't matter and learn and take forward the most valuable information that they have learned themselves, which can then help them see different perspectives, change their life for the better, and also help change others' lives for the better for the things that they've actually learned. Lifelong learning doesn't have to be this tedious thing where you have to study for eight hours a day on learning this one thing to become a master at it but a small, simple movement to accept that nobody is always going to agree with you. And this is the best way to learn. Finding people who have different perspectives, who have a different way of living, who have grown up in different ways is going to allow you to improve the most. You've just got to be willing to listen to them. Lifelong learning is a true understanding that it's a marathon and not a sprint. And I wanted to emphasize the true understanding there because most people like to say, yeah, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And then a day later they've not become successful and they're like this is fucking bullshit. How is it not okay yet? <laughs> lifelong learning really is just that. Lifelong learning. You probably have grandparents or uncles and aunties who are really wise and they seem to have all these great points and that is through their experiences and hopefully at some points it's because they've listened to other people's perspectives and seen that. Become someone who people want to be around because then you can learn from all of their different points, not judge them for the things that they think and the person that they are because they deserve very little discredit for who they are and you deserve very little credit for who you are. Everyone has their flaws, everyone has failures in life and it's how you perceive that and how you move forward with that that determines who you actually are as a person. Now yes, you can become incredibly successful by being an absolute prick but who wants to live like that? Do you really want to wake up every day and being hated by everyone? Do you really want to wake up and think, who can you cancel on social media next? No, you want to wake up feeling like you're actually making a positive change in the world. You're leaving a good legacy behind, you're helping other people better themselves and improving in any way that you can. Recently I seen a video on YouTube and it was talking about how these coaches were complete frauds and they were horrible people and they, des- and they were scum of the earth. Now, some of the people this person called out, I would heavily agree with. They do just try to take money from others. But there was others who have genuinely helped a lot of people improve their own lives. And it comes that question of, is it really worth bringing others down to try to raise your own business up? Is that really worth your time? And for me, when I really thought about it and I questioned it, it just never came to my mind. I would never think to try to bring other people down just to lift me up. Because at the end of the day, that feeling that you've done right doesn't last for long and often these people can be very empty inside, not actually have that love and passion that everyone sort of deserves if they're just willing to understand that not everyone has to think like them. Sometimes stubbornness counts, especially when you have all these close-minded people around you, but these successful people don't allow that to happen and focus on making their circle filled with those who actually want to change their lives and others for the better. These were the two points that I came from the research that I'd done and some of the things I've observed myself for those who have become successful that I've known since starting my own business as a whole. It's of course hard to break down in just two sort of lessons alone but I wanted to cover the two main points that really stood out to me as a whole and hopefully giving you some better understanding of why some are successful and why some aren't. Maybe you could even look within yourself to see how you could actually improve other people's lives before thinking about yourself. There's nothing wrong with thinking about yourself because it's always important to look after you first. But whenever you're creating a business, a service or anything, you've got to think about how this is going to impact other people's lives and not just yours. If you'd like the only email at the start of the week you actually are excited to get, then sign up for the Monday Mindset Club. It is down below. I would love to have you a part of that. Success is not measured in the amount of dollars you make but the amount of lives you impact. Anonymous. Thank you for taking time to listen to another episode on the Power of Positivity podcast, and have a fantastic day.